Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts season two of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Imagine you're an intrepid 17th century French explorer transversing the expansive wilderness of Louisiana, a.k.a. New France, a territory spanning the entire Mississippi Basin from modern-day Louisiana through Illinois and northward into Canada. You encounter dozens of native tribes, each with its own language or dialect, and you attempt to record their names in your journal as best you can. This imperfect system is how English-speaking Americans eventually arrived at many of their names for Native American tribes, including the Dakota, Iowa, Alabama, Nebraska, Ottawa, Chippewa, and Tuscaloosa. Think of it as a centuries-long game of multilingual telephone. These words evolved from their original pronunciation into a French approximation and finally into an anglicized mangling of the French. Which brings us to the legitimately confusing question of how the state of Kansas, spelled K-A-N-S-A-S, could be pronounced Kansas, while the nearby state of Arkansas, spelled A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S, is pronounced 
Arkansas. This question was the subject of a pamphlet published way back in 1881, titled Fixing the Pronunciation of the Name Arkansas. The booklet, written by members of the Arkansas Historical Society, was meant to provide historical context to a resolution passed by the Arkansas General Assembly declaring the one and only correct pronunciation of Arkansas. To quote, It should be pronounced in three syllables, with the final S silent. The A in each syllable with the Italian sound and the accent on the first and last syllables being the pronunciation formerly universally and now still most commonly used. Apparently, what happened was that some eggheads at Webster's Dictionary had changed the entry for Arkansas to include a new pronunciation note, Arkansas, formerly Arkansas, and that sent red-blooded Arkansans into a lexicographical tizzy. The authors of the Arkansas Historical Society pamphlet called it a vicious pronunciation with no basis of reason, authority, or prior polite usage. Moreover, people who said Arkansas, according to the pamphlet, quote, failed to consider that they would thus render ridiculous, a name highly poetic in its sounds, and associated with the grandest memories of the past, from the days of Marquette downward. Marquette being the French explorer, Jacques Marquette. The Arkansas Historical Society members argued that the divergent pronunciations of Arkansas and Kansas stem from similar French names given to two different Native American tribes. A Sioux tribe lived near the modern-day Kansas River, and early French explorers called them by an approximation of their name, which sounded to French ears like Kansas. The second tribe, the Quapaw, lived further southwest along the modern-day Arkansas River. For reasons unknown, even though the Quapaw spoke a Siouan language, the French called them by an Algonquin name, Arkansas. Those names, as the French rendered them, look and sound very similar. But again, for reasons unknown, early French explorers wrote out the associated place names very differently. Explorer Henri Jotel, writing in 1687, wrote out the word for the area around modern-day Arkansas, A-C-C-A-N-C-Cedilla-E-A-S. And he spelled Kansas, C-H-A-N-Z-E-S. By 1723, Arkansas was routinely spelled the way it is today, but as late as 1805, French cartographer Perrin de Lac spelled Kansas K-A-N-C-E with a grave accent, S. Clearly, at some point, an R was added to the Algonquin name Arkansas. One theory mentioned in a 1945 article in the Arkansas Historical Quarterly is that hunters from the tribe used a particularly cool bow, and the French word for bow is arc. Other French explorers called the Arkansas River the River of Arcs, or Bends, for its curvy course. So, either admiration for the weapon or the term for the river might have influenced the French pronunciation of the name. Which brings us to the pronunciation question. The 1881 Arkansas Historical Society pamphlet concluded that, eventually, colonists in Kansas chose to follow the standard English pronunciation, marked by a hard A sound and vocalizing the final S— while Arkansas colonists stuck with the original French pronunciation, with a long Romance language ah sound. They noted that in the past, Arkansas was sometimes spelled A-R-K-N-S-A-W, including in the 1818 peace treaty between the United States and the Quapaw. And they said that the inclusion of the S at the end of the modern spelling was likely a product of pluralization— if the tribe was called the Arkansas, then multiple members of the tribe were the Arkansas. 
But since the final S is silent in French, all that's left is the ah sound. In 1880, the Arkansas Historical Society wrote the iconic American poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow for his take on the pronunciation question. He replied, I confess I prefer the sound of Arkansas as being more musical than Arkansas. Case closed. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang for iHeartMedia and How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.